Hey everybody, welcome to Cincinnati Real Producers Podcast, powered by Nextdoor Photos. I'm Patrick Braddock, owner and publisher of Cincinnati Real Producers. And I'm Daniel Ziegler, owner of Nextdoor Photos. Every week we're getting to know Cincinnati's top realtors. Our goal is to elevate and inspire the real estate community throughout greater Cincinnati. All right, well today we have Evan Johnson of the Johnson Real Estate Group, brokered by Cutler Real Estate. Evan is in his fifth year selling real estate and his career sales volume is over 51 million. In 2023 alone, his volume was nearly 20 million. In 2022, Evan became the first and so far only agent from Cincinnati to be named on the National Association of Realtors and Realtor Magazine's 30 Under 30. Welcome to the show, Evan Johnson. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate the intro. Appreciate yeah, that's awesome. pretty cool. So 30 <laughs> under 30. Yes, 30 under 30. I mean, that's really the the biggest feather in my cap and uh, probably the only feather in my cap outside of circle <laughs> of excellence. I mean, if you know, everybody other, every other agent has that, I feel like, but uh, haven't been in too long. But that was a huge, obviously, that's huge, really cool, huge yeah. token for me to get. So and First um, from Cincinnati, too. First from Cincinnati. Always, always got to drop that. I'm pretty proud of that, though, because, I, you know, I know just – through the source, through the network now, uh, had some pretty good connections through the NAR. So I know who has tried to get it in the past in Cincinnati. And uh, it's it's pretty exclusive company in terms of the agents who have tried and not gotten it. Yeah. I don't say that as a uh, divisive, maybe competitive thing. I just say that to say it was a really nice validation for me to know, hey, I actually belong in this business and I can last. Absolutely. You know? Heck yeah. So That's fantastic, man. I... Um I've known Evan for, I don't know, what, two years, three years now? Yeah. So um, with a mutual friend and neighbor, we were talking about this off off the recording. Um, you know, you were relatively new, and you're less than five years in the business, correct, I believe? Yeah, so or I got it in, uh, I don't remember the exact date, but mid-2019. Yeah. Mid-2019. Mm-hmm. So you're coming up on your five-year, and, I mean, the the – the propulsion of success is um, is truly a testament to to the work ethic and 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 like we talked about the family ties and everything like that. Like yeah. you know, you come from a family of real estate, which is which is a huge benefit. Um, and I don't necessarily ever would ever say it's a crutch because anybody who gets into real estate has to have somebody to lean on, and the fact that you can lean on your family. Um, and one of the one of the best real estate agents to do it in the area, mm. um, it, Don Johnson, your father with color, uh, is is truly remarkable, and uh, I love seeing your success because of that as well. You yeah. know, I'm not saying it's the only reason why, because no. you have to grind just as much as anybody yeah. else. But um, that thirty under thirty, man, like that is that's not Don, dude. That's <laughs> that's you, buddy. Like, that's, yeah, that's pretty impressive stuff. It was uh, so that came about pretty weird too. So I actually. There's a funny story behind that. I, my sister had tried to, uh, she tried to get it, which kind of shocked I got it instead of her, frankly. Uh, you know, she's much better in front of the camera and just, you know, front facing mm-hmm. uh, than I am. But um, it was probably 2020. My assistant put the old publication of 30 Under 30 from the previous year on my desk. And as a joke, her and my dad pasted my face over one of the people on that magazine nice. for the 30 under 30 panel. And uh, 
I don't know why, again, this is the competitive spirit in me, I guess. It, it really lit a fire under me and it kind of, kind of pissed me off. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to go for it that year. And I was just like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go after that. I never even thought I knew what it was. Never even came into my foresight though, of like something I was going to go after. I also didn't think I was doing a scale of business to even have a shot at it. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of which, what are the yeah. criteria that they're kind of looking for for that award? So it's a bit ambiguous, to be honest. Okay. Um, they they say it's not about scale and volume, but you know, it's about behold, scale and volume. Everybody <laughs> on the list seems to have a big scale and right. volume. So uh, for for a thirty under you know sure, under sure. Uh, person, so you know it's that, but also it's community involvement. What are you doing in the community? Uh, it's how are you operating your business? Are you pushing things forward? Is there a clear sense, you know, because it's the National Association that's that's reviewing you as an agent. Uh, is there a clear sense that, hey, this is a person that's pushing the industry forward and, and really trying to innovate and doing it a bit different than maybe everybody else, which is a direct correlation to their success. Right. So it's kind of all those things in an amalgam. Um, and uh, But I think, obviously, because I've had other young agents reach out to me, the scale and volume definitely needs to be there, part, I think, yeah. probably paramount within that so um interesting yeah it it was uh it was that was a big one for me honestly because i I didn't i took real estate very serious before getting that um and it had weight to me but that really that let me know i had lasting power Mm -hmm. in the industry and that really kind of pushed me forward where i leaned all the way in 110 percent after getting that so well it's something to say about validating your hard work too you know like Mm -hmm. you know not everybody needs a pat on the back but to be recognized like that okay what i'm doing is the right thing to be doing yeah so as long as i keep doing this good things will happen you know yeah um sometimes the the pat on the back is is a necessary um i don't want to say evil because it's not evil evil at all to (laughs) congratulate or get congratulated but um i think that's um especially when you're new to the business, right? you know, like having that validation is, is huge. So. It is because it's a thankless business oftentimes. And one pebble in the road, you know, can sometimes feel like a mountain on yeah. your back, especially as a new agent, we don't have a lot of things going on. So if anything goes wrong, you feel the entire, at least I do feel the entire weight of it, you yeah. know? So it was nice to get that validation. It was like almost a breath of fresh air and like a, a weight off my back of yeah. like, if these people are saying I'm legit, I must be legit. Yeah. You know, it was almost the imposter syndrome, and then mm-hmm. you get validation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really encouraging, if nothing else. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm curious then. So part of what you mentioned was doing things a little differently, and so what do you see uh, if you're willing to share your trade secrets here? What mm. What do you think is your secret sauce or part of what has made you so successful? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything like groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were we were talking before the podcast started about what I did in the past before real estate. Um, I, I draw direct. I, I fought MMA. I moved to Milwaukee, started training MMA, and and did that for about eight nine years. Um, so I draw a lot of parallels from that. I, I think the secret sauce to why I've had success and and quick success is. I have a growth mindset and an adaptive mindset in terms of I don't like being middle of the pack. And I understand, too, in real estate after being around it my whole life, it's so quickly evolving that I'm always learning, always growing, Mm -hmm. always trying new things, but also staying consistent with that. 
Yeah. You know, I think it's extremely easy to get down on your luck after you implement something and don't see immediately, you know, immediate results right. off of it. I don't have that mindset. Um, just being in sports my entire life, I have the push through the wall mentality. Mm -hmm. So I, I consistently show up every day, run my process out, go through my checklist and, and just hit it like that. So I'd say it's a consistency of my process more than anything, which is correlated to my success. Yeah. So that's fantastic. He's awesome. So MMA dude. So <laughs> fighting for a living. Well, trying to fight for a living. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So what would you say your correlation to real estate would be? Like, what what do you learn in MMA? Like, everybody sees, you know, the bloody faces and all right. that stuff. You know, but, like, there's so much discipline and everything that goes into mm -hmm. MMA. Like, what would you say was your biggest draw from, from that sport to real estate? Yeah, 100%. It is the fact that nobody's, nobody's holding you accountable to wake up every day and, and – choose that career That's or fantastic. pursue it right it's a great yeah. insight you're not clocking in i yeah. don't clock into the gym twice a day and say hey get my punch card getting a you know yeah 15 an hour here it's you know it is showing up for two or three months not getting a cent and then fighting for 10 minutes or something you know right uh, three months later and then maybe we're even hoping face. for an opportunity to right fight for minutes, you know? <laughs> right so it's like you know, nobody's holding you accountable. Nobody's holding, you know, saying you've got to wake up early, run, do all these little things that are, are tedious and monotonous and, and, and just they're not fun. But they if you do them and consistently do them will correlate to success. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the biggest parallel gel to real estate. I love that structure because it's somewhat chaotic and you can go a million different directions with it. Um, you have to find structure within that chaos. Mm -hmm. It's such an unstructured thing that you can do. You, you can do jujitsu and focus purely on jujitsu. If you were talking MMA again, you can purely focus on wrestling or striking, or you could focus on all of them and try to be a complete hmm. MMA fighter. Right. So that's how I look at real estate in terms of, I approach it that way. I had a structure when I was doing the MMA thing and I, I learned from other guys who are at the top of that industry of how to structure my days I've basically done the exact same thing with real estate and it is correlated to much more success than I had in, in MMA. That's fantastic. Uh, so, yeah. That's awesome. Man, I feel like you've been in the business for less than five years, but I'm talking to somebody who who's been in the business for like 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> like you're really coming across like very well-rounded, educated and, and professional. And I love that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's truly truly phenomenal man well i appreciate you saying that yeah. I, some some may some may have a different opinion yeah. but no i you know and that's too and uh i know we'll touch on this but that's that's being around the industry my entire life and understanding it from its core sure. um with my father don johnson who's the lead of our team uh, and the manager for cutler real estate in cincinnati uh being around the industry and growing up in it allows you that uh that freedom and that understanding coming into it yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've had that advantage where I knew what it was before stepping into the fire, mm -hmm. which is, you know, very blessed and very lucky to have that. Um, but uh, that might be why I come off the page a little bit. Yeah. And there's a, I know we've talked about this before. There's a big misconception that, you know, when you, when you jump into a family business, like not just you, but there's plenty of other people in this industry that have jumped into a family business from their parents being in real estate to them and then their kids. Um, the biggest misconception when we talk about it is 
you know, you don't get everything handed to you right. from your father. You know, like you um, <clears throat> talk to talk about that because I think that's a testament to your dad too, yeah. not coddling you and saying, "Hey, man, you gotta you gotta kill what you eat here. Like, let's <laughs> let's pull your weight too." Yeah. If you want to, if you want to touch base, because I, yeah, I, I think it's important to tell people that you've built your success as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that is that is an important thing for me, I guess, for the wider public to know. Only, only. Uh, that was my biggest fear getting into real estate. Frankly, mm-hmm. was the the perception of hey, uh, you know, everything is handed to me. I'm kind of just sitting back every day. Yeah. Closing. You're in, the, you're in the shadow, like you're right, you or just being handed things because I am very anti uh, being handed things, and I'm very anti the easy way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd actually to circling back. I actually never even wanted to get into real estate. <laughs> you know, I, this was something that I did after I was fighting because I had to get a job essentially, <laughs> you know, two nickels to my name. And I was like, all right, well, I guess this is, this is here. Uh, <laughs> and I was working for, as an assistant for my dad for the past, my final two years fighting MMA. So, you know, it was this whole thing where I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot. I have a bunch of people pushing me into it saying I'm going to be good. My grandmother was one of them who was a huge, huge proponent for me to get into it. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the you know coddling part of it, I always tell people too when young agents come to me asking me about the thirty under thirty thing or how have you done so many deals in a short time at a young age? Um, you know, it's my first year in real estate. I think I have to go back and look at this, but I'm pretty sure I closed one deal. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure I only did one. It was one of my best friends. You know that whole thing. Yeah. And then uh, I remember calling my mom at the end of that year, and I was I was really deflated. I was like, this is, I don't understand how dad makes money in this industry. And I don't know how people in general make money in real estate. This is a psychotic business. I just don't get it. I just really don't. I don't understand how this works. I'm making the cold calls. I'm calling the Fizbos. I'm calling the expired leads. I'm just getting crushed. I mean, I'm getting crushed and I'm trying to learn, right? And I'm being consistent, but it was really, really, really tough for me that first year. Um, and Don didn't Don didn't come in and save me. Don right. didn't Don didn't influx deals for me. Yeah. In that first year, he he was basically giving me moral support, which is great. Um, but basically, telling me the same thing I'm echoing now is the consistency part. Trying to grow, trying to learn, get more reps. You know, and that really paid off for me in my second year. My second year, I think I might have done 22 deals, and then my third year, I did 44. Wow. Deals. Um, so it really rapidly took off, maybe quicker than most people would take. You know, it's going from one to 22 to 44. It's pretty yeah, doubling every um, year. Pretty insane in my eyes. But um, it was really tough, man. And, and Don never gave me anything, which is great. I think being handed things and getting it the easy way is a quick way to have a big ego and flame out of the business mm. quick yep. because it's too easy. Yep. You think you're better than you are. And it just, if it's all coming to you without any resistance, I think that's a problem. I, I, I like the resistance. I like the trials and tribulations because I learn from it. I grow from it. And then I can start applying yeah. off of that and pivoting. Right. right? That's awesome. Yeah. So. You never want to form that habit of complacency, right? No. And I think that's what your dad taught you that first year. Yeah. You know, if you, if you get <clears throat> complacent, then you're never going to be successful. And there's a great MMA quote. Pivoting off of that, uh, Conor McGregor, who not the most quotable guy on you know on a business <laughs> podcast probably, but uh, I take I take a quote. He said, uh, "If you sleep on a win, you'll wake up with a loss." 
I take that quote and almost as my mantra hmm. in, in real estate because getting complacent will, you know, you, you get excited about closing a few deals and you think you're the man. Yeah. Decided to take a couple of weeks off. That couple of weeks turns into a couple of months of not closing another deal. Yeah. So, you know, I, I almost don't get excited after closing deals anymore. I'm happy for my clients, but it's almost, you know, moving on, next man up mentality. Yeah. Let's go. Let's push forward here. So, That's yeah. I like that quote. Yeah, that's perfect for business, man. Yeah, well, perfect, it, it really is, it, especially in an entrepreneurial yeah. business. You, you Absolutely. Complacency is kiss of death when you're an entrepreneur and uh, your success relies solely on you. Yeah. I think getting being happy and being proud of your achievements is good. Complacency is the worst thing yeah. mm-hmm. you can you can be. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And going back to your dad, I, I think this idea that, you know, getting into a family business like this gives you some kind of, you know, like the handouts or whatever you want to look at it. But, you know, what we've heard over and over and over again on this podcast is having a mentor is crucial to your business. Mm -hmm. And any successful agent probably has one that they can point to. Mm -hmm. And it's no different for you. The only thing that's different is it's your dad and it wasn't, you know, just some other agent. Yeah. And, and and I I would echo that. I know many other agents have, have, have noted that. And it is true. Um, Real estate is such a learn on the job mm-hmm. thing. You know, you can go to the classes and, and watch YouTube videos and all that, and that's great for sharpening your tools. But there's no way to really do it unless you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. And having that mentor there is huge because you get to see behind the scenes of how they how they move, body language, how they talk, and structure their days. You know, just really point A to Z, and um, that is. I'll echo that. The family dynamic has made it tougher on the mentor side. I could see that. <laughs> from, from, a, from a just, you know, and it's that whole classic family businesses are tough thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And they are. It just, it, there's no way around that. Yeah. The, I didn't take a lot from my college days in terms of, you know, my education in terms of, you know, I, there was one entrepreneurship class that I took in college that was absolutely huge for me. And I still have a relationship with this teacher to this day, older guy. Um, that was the biggest, most important college class I took because he had a, a very successful family business in Wisconsin hmm. and really kind of detailed everything that I'm going through now with Don, right? It's not it's not all smooth. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. There are there are some abrasions there, but ultimately we both want the we both want to get to the same place, sure. right? So that's where the family dynamic comes in a little bit different um, yeah. as opposed to a normal mentor. But still, I would I would not be even close to where I am right now without Don in the picture, right. and I and I recognize that. So very appreciative and. Don is, is, is tried and true and proven. So I, right. even if I think I'm, I know what I'm talking about and doing the right thing, I know he's been there and done that mm-hmm. 10 times over. Yeah. So. Well, and every day is different <clears throat> in real estate. So there could be something where it's like, hey, never seen this one before. What's up? You know, yeah. and that's so easy. You know, you turn off your dad hat and turn on your mentor hat. And yeah. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> here, we, here we go. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. um, I don't know. That's that's it's just easier conversation. I feel like you know? it is. Yeah, that's awesome. It is. And going back to like your pre real estate days, uh, maybe even as a kid. I don't know how mu- how aware or involved or like were you really kind of watching your dad and what he was doing back then? 
So I was aware just from the standpoint that I was forced to be aware sure. because I, you know, is that whole, you have a kid. Tagging along know, to showing. Tagging along to showings. Yeah, yeah. Cut grass in my rental properties, you know, uh -huh. I guess not much to take from that other than lawn care is important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was, I was aware of it. I guess I aware, but maybe not appreciating mm. how much was going on. Right. Yeah. Um, that is something I've definitely, now that things have gotten more serious and I'm, I have much more scale and much more on my plate now, really having a different appreciation for my father and, and, and the level that he was doing it at, um, in his day and, and, and at his age, he was doing it. He started at 19. Wow. So, and he was the youngest general, uh, youngest manager of an office in Cincinnati ever. Um, so cool. he was doing it uh, and I, you know, I got in when I was what, 26. So it, it just very different. So I, I guess I just, I really appreciate Don and what he did in his day. And, and, and now that I'm really in it and really doing it, um, that's the biggest thing hmm. I've taken, I guess. That's Something cool. to say about a quality real estate agent, always making it look easy. You know, when, yeah. when houses would sell themselves, everybody's like, right. why do you need a real estate agent? You know, and then people get their license, like, oh, I'll just sell a bunch of houses. <laughs> and then they get, yeah. they get you know, they get out of the industry because they realize how hard it is. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I think great agents make it look easy when, in fact, it's, you know, a lot of moving parts that they're sheltering their clients from and, and, and making that seamless for them, you know, and then giving that perception that it's all... You know, it's all good. It's all good when, <laughs> when in fact you're you're sweating underneath the blanket yeah, over here. Yeah. You know, like oh yeah. gosh, yep. oh god. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that's 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 great, man. That's and awesome. that's too. And that's maybe why I didn't appreciate it, right? Yeah. It, with Don is because he didn't give the impression that things were insane behind the scenes, and they yeah. had a million moving pieces and, and all these deals. And right. you know, uh, as anybody knows who's in the industry, there's pro you know problems come out of nowhere that are out of your control almost mm -hmm. every day if you're doing enough of it right yeah. so and we never got that appearance with don which you know mm -hmm. is to your point pat you know it, it, it's a sign of a very seasoned good agent yeah, yeah. Uh, but it correlates too to your clients obviously I, I think that's a big thing where some agents say too much to their client mm -hmm. about what's going on behind the scenes whereas if you, you if you don't need to maybe if you don't need to rattle the ship without, you know, without yeah. reason, I think could be because you're the, you're the calming source in the situation. Mm -hmm. You're the problem solver. That's, that's what this job is. Um, finding a way to get over a hurdle. And if you don't need to raise the red alarms and freak your client out and really, you know, make it a more chaotic situation than it is. Um, that is, I think, in my opinion, a huge, a huge chip for a good agent to have. That's awesome. Um, so, and I'm very cognizant of that because I want, I want the process for my clients and the people in my sphere that I'm working with to be as smooth as possible as everybody does. But there's problems that come up, like I said, all the time. If you're freaking out, they're going to freak out. The, the, the deal will go that way, usually for sure. the rest of the way, right? For sure. They lose confidence in you. So <clears throat> that's a really, really big thing that I focused on my my second, third year, I was really cognizant of that because mm -hmm. I think my first couple of years, I would show visibly oh, yeah. every yeah. problem that was going on, and I could read it on my clients that they would be like, "What? Okay. This guy, what's going on? Yeah. You know, what, what's... Why are we both freaking out? Yeah, I should be the one freaking out. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know? I hired you. You're working for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, what do you like to do outside? Of, I mean, we don't talk about this often with with our guests, but like, 
what do you enjoy to do outside of real estate? And when you're outside of real estate, do you have the ability to kind of disconnect or is it, man, I'm always thinking about it, especially <laughs> it around is, your family. Like, it's, yeah, it's probably pretty easy to jump into real estate conversations with, with your family. hundred percent. And oftentimes it just, after, you know, a few minutes of talking about whatever else, it almost just feels like we're cognizantly trying to not talk about real estate right away. Yeah. Uh, it almost just evolves into that conversation right away. So it is hard, man. And I, I that is something actually, to be blunt, I have struggled with this past year. Um, I, you know, I, I have great friends. I, I like travel, you know, nothing crazy, but it is very hard, especially with me being a newer agent for me to turn my head off of it. And yeah. I'm also very very obsessive about the business, um, client servicing my clients and giving them the absolute best services is extremely important to me. So I, I feel an obligation to really be on all the time for them. Um, so it's really hard for me to turn my head off of it and enjoy life. Sometimes I'll yeah. be honest about that. Um, so that's a, that's a thing I've struggled with this past year. Um, and I'm really, that's something in the new year I'm really trying to focus on to be able to separate the business and personal life more. Yeah. Because I think there is separation there that needs to happen for you to keep your sanity and, and be able to perform at a high level when you really are on. Right. Um, so, but it's not something I'm the best at maybe right now, um, but I'm actively working on it. Good so, you. you know, and I think, I think it's important for people to be honest about that yeah. um, because we are in an industry where you don't have defined hours, right? Mm -hmm. Really kind of always on the clock. It's that whole thing. You might step out for a call at... 9 30 at a dinner with friends that's a real thing yeah. and it's really sometimes hard it's fine for me and i don't mind it but if it's that every day all day 365 it can start to weigh on you sure. so um especially yeah. when you decide to have a family or you know the personal side does get you know more personal i guess you yeah know? so right yeah. all right well a quick break here we're going to thank our sponsor here for our space which is back-to-back -back ministries they have this great podcast studio that they let us use back-to-back uh, -back ministries is a global nonprofit orphan care organization with their sights set on providing care for today and hope for every tomorrow from cincinnati ohio to hyderabad india staff teams around the world are stepping into hard stories and choosing to stay to learn more about the work back-to-back -back does how you can get involved and why a global team won't stop until every child is known and loved you can visit backtoback.org today. Yep. So we like to just thank Back to Back for this great space. Yeah. This is very cool. Love yeah, the studio. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. I've said it multiple times, but yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But with that done, I'm kind of curious what you've got in mind for the future. So we've talked a lot about kind of where you've been and where you've come from, where things are now. What's your vision for for the rest of your career? Yeah, so I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say exactly where I want to be. I'm a guy that likes to set short term goals, a mm. bunch of short term goals, you know, with a, a hazy vision of where I want to land. You know, and well, shoot, that's all now. you can really plan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially in real estate. So it's yep. uh, I think obviously right now in Cincinnati, um, <clears throat> and then I think the real estate market in general, it's evolving so quickly. Rates are changing rapidly. Technology is changing rapidly. AI is becoming more paramount in, in the industry. So really trying to, trying to stay ahead of the curve on the evolving nature of the business mm -hmm. and trying to implement you know new practices and technologies as much as we can. So I think that's something I'm, I'm very focused on for our team uh, in the near future. Um, but you know, in general, I think for my 
short-term goal. I want to build our team a little bit more now. Mm. Um, I've, I've gotten a good grasp on the industry and the business personally. Um, so I want to start adding agents to that and really nurturing them for them to have similar success uh, and then to build together in Cincinnati. Um, Longer-term vision off of that. Uh, I know we talked about me living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin a little bit. I would really love – I know a lot of people – usually go south when they start another branch off team. I would like to go north uh, and start a, another another branch of our team in Milwaukee, oh, cool. uh, Wisconsin. That is a, a longer term, bigger goal of mine, mm-hmm. but I have a very big sphere up there as well. So um, yeah, scale, growth, and then adapting uh, are, are kind of in the forefront for what the future looks like for us. Heck yeah, that's exciting. That's, there, there's another first right there, Daniel. I've never heard of somebody who wants to go to the cold. Right? I know. So that's exciting. I'm not saying What Miami, does Milwaukee Florida? have? You know, <laughs> tell me about Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, like, what are we missing? The sphere, <laughs> yeah. But like, honestly, like, what do you like about that city? Yeah, so it's it's not the sexy Miami, uh, Naples, one of those. I know everybody, everybody mm-hmm. else who has a success, successful team right. usually goes to those markets here. Yeah. Uh, not me. Uh, yeah, it is cold. Uh, but it's a great city, man. I, I, I draw a lot of parallels with Milwaukee to Cincinnati. Great people, great community feel, really everywhere you go, um, right on Lake Michigan. The city literally is right on top of Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And they, weirdly enough, people think I'm embellishing that they have great beaches. I mean, they have great beaches that are, are well manicured, well taken care of. They have party beaches. What are they, they open like one month a year? Well, like, you know, you 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 burn the you burn. And I'm the, not saying anything bad about Milwaukee. No, I've never hey, been there, but like shots fired. Pat. It just it's all good. it just seems like it's a cold area. Like <laughs> no. I never would anticipate taking my bathing suit to, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> to not, Milwaukee. You know, yeah. you're not alone. And I had that mindset too until I got oh, into man. it. So uh, it's just really great. I mean, you know, you do get to enjoy it maybe two two and a half months out of the year, right? But it is. Uh, it's a really fun city, man. It's very eclectic, right above Chicago, too. So you get a lot of influx uh, from a really big market there. Yeah. Um, I draw parallels to what Cincinnati, market-wise, what Cincinnati was maybe 20 years ago, mm. 25 years ago. right? I, I didn't have any sense of that market then, obviously, being a 30-year-old. But um, it's in a baby boom stage right now. Um, they're a residential market statistically is 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 going to blow up in the next five to ten years i mean in a big way they have a ton of development going on their city center is rapidly developing um and those are all big indicators usually if you really dive in deeper of a market that is about to pick up substantially Mm -hmm. um so they have a lot of commercial development with a lot of residential development and a lot of city core development um so it's a it's a market where I have personal ties to it, but at the same time, there is definitely a business angle to that as well, and yeah. trying to get in maybe before the boom really happens. Sure. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Hmm, twice maybe maybe odd to say that on a Cincinnati really you know yeah, podcast. No, here, that's, but, uh, that's that's pretty cool though. I mean, you know, the sky's the limit in, re- in real estate. Right. So it's like whatever you want to do is is what you want to do and. I, I would venture a guess and say the service standards aren't going to falter. You know, like right. when you put the pieces together the right way, um, we had a previous guest on here who's had teams across the country, and right. it's like the service never faltered. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I trust you, man. I think you can do it. <laughs> Just never knew it was going to be in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. That's a <laughs> that's a curveball when I tell people that. That like, is pretty cool, though. You sure. Yeah. 
So yeah. well, now maybe we'll have to check it out. You'll yeah. have to check it we out. Got to go there now. Everyone, everyone's welcome. Spell, well, I'd say go in the summer, but yeah. right, you know, you got a tight timeline. Yeah. So, yeah, we can make it. I'll go ice fishing. Yeah, that, that plenty of that. Plenty of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not not for me. I'm a little scared going out on out. Yeah. With a car on a lake, personally, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's funny. Well, diving into, like, those are your personal goals um, for your growth with the team and everything like that. Like, you know, what if I'm a new agent looking to get into the business? What kind of advice do you want to give to somebody who's who's new like you, man? Like, not everybody is successful in this industry. In fact, the majority of the people who do get into it bail because yeah. they can't. They, they just can't they can't stay with that consistent mindset of right. of staying with the process and, and going like what kind of advice do you have for those types of agents who are who are really getting ready to dive in? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing too, and I have people I have people often ask, you know, who are kicking around the idea of getting into real estate who are around my age and I think the biggest thing is understanding the realities of what it actually is. Yeah. As opposed to watching Selling Sunset on Netflix and, and <laughs> thinking Man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be just closing deals left and right, going to parties, twenty five you know, million dollar house, no Botox and bagels for an yeah. open house, and we're gonna be cooking. I mean, it's yeah. gonna be great, right? So I, I think understanding the realities of it, um, how much work is involved without seeing any reward off of it immediately, right? And and just that is really hard for people who aren't used to that structure to get their heads around. And I think that's why a lot of agents bail so quickly out of the industry is because you have to work very hard and sometimes and oftentimes very long before you really start reaping the benefits of it. So, you know, understanding your why of really why you want to get into real estate is extremely important. And it doesn't really matter, in my opinion, what that is. Do you want to make a lot of money because you have the power to do that and the freedom to make as much money as you you can make and you want to make? Great. If that's your reason lean into it and do it mm-hmm. do you love dealing with people great start joining in clubs and, and getting out there putting yourself out there don't be secret about having your real estate license lean into that whatever your reason is lean into it but really understand that on the back end of that there are tough realities to this industry where it all relies on you you're an entrepreneur and it is not immediate reward Mm -hmm. for a lot of hard work sure you know so being comfortable with being uncomfortable essentially yeah right i've heard another agent say you're not working for today you're working for three months from today 100 percent. you know they're like we're not we're not looking to make a dollar today we're looking to work today to make a dollar in three months and it can be deflating too right and you know and that's why too you have agents who i think this is important as well if you're just starting in the business it can be deflating not seeing that immediate reward, right? Yeah. And it can piss you off and it can put you in a bad headspace. Well, think about it like this. You're in a bad headspace. You go up and you, you meet your next client or the client you've been dealing with or whatever, right? Your next meeting that you're in and you're in a bad mood and you're in a bad headspace. Your body language is probably bad. Right. Your tone of your voice is probably bad and the meeting's probably bad because of that. Mm-hmm. So you're just delaying the gratification and the reward instead of pivoting and adapting and really just understanding that, Hey, I've had a bunch of uh, crappy things happen in quick succession. I need to just stay the course. I need to stay even keeled. Yeah. Yeah, That's me. Right. So 
<sighs> the four, the five-year agent with the twenty-year mentality, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Stuff, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm bald, so I'm a bald thirty-year-old. So I mean, this is, I guess that that gives me another maybe five, ten years <laughs> there of wisdom in its own right. So. Credibility, right there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Thanks. Oh man, that's awesome. Man. I just, you know, your word, your your wisdom's phenomenal, man. I just, not many people can can pick up that much in such a short period of time in the industry. So, mm-hmm. kudos to you, man. The the thirty under thirty was well deserving after this conversation, <laughs> man. This is, uh, I appreciate this is it. Great stuff. Dude. Yeah. Anybody who's looking to work with a young bald agent, you got your guy <laughs> right here, buddy. There's Jason Oppenheim, and then you know there's me. So selling selling Sunset Cincinnati. I don't have a twin Sel- brother, but you selling know. Cincy, baby. Yeah, yeah, dude, that is hilarious. There's got to be some sort of you know long lost brother or something. Uh, those those guys, you guys are like spitting image, man. Ah, uh, well. I might have a few inches on him height wise, but you know, other than that, maybe a little less jacked. I don't those know. girls are those girls are just super tall. They might be very. They're, they're normal. They're, they're, those girls right. are just super tall. <laughs> right. We'll go with that. We'll go yeah. with that. So, <laughs> well, man, thanks for jumping on on this podcast with us, dude. We are so like I love the diversity that we we are trying to bring on here from from you know thirty year old thirty year long agents to newer agents like yourself who are just crushing it. Um, the uh, the ability to to learn from everybody for me has been profound, mm-hmm. um, but then also help help share your story too, man. Mm-hmm. I think is is so incredible too because you, you got a lot to share, man, and that's yeah. um, and you've done it in such a little bit of time. Not many people could say they've done what they've done in in four and five years. So, yeah. congratulations on all your success. Thanks for being a part of our our podcast and. Um, can't wait to, to see what the future holds, my friend. Thank you, Pat. Daniel, Absolutely. appreciate Absolutely. you as well, man. Absolutely. Guys, it was yeah. fun pod. And, yeah, it's good to talk about these things, too. I think some of the realities of real estate don't get talked about enough. It, For sure. The, the rosy picture gets talked about more mm-hmm. often than than not. So I think it's good to talk about. But there's there's it's a great industry, too, right? Yeah. There's, there's a lot to be had with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I can talk real estate all day. There you go, buddy. Me, too. Thanks, well, guys. thanks, brother. Appreciate Thank you. you, guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Cincinnati Real Producers Podcast, powered by Nextdoor Photos. We do this every week, so be sure to subscribe so you can follow along. If you liked our conversation, leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts.